0: Hi, I'm Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to My Life Abroad. Today's talk is about July 2022, and I'm still in Liverpool, but I have moved to a different Airbnb. So my new Airbnb is only a couple miles from my old one, but I have a nice big bed, and I'm comfortable there. Much more comfortable. Great flatmates, uh, great Airbnb host, a really really nice guy. You know, just a couple quick Airbnb stories. Even though every Airbnb that I've stayed in, I have felt very comfortable and very safe. Sometimes the hosts, um, they just, they're very different. They have, they just have a different outlook on. You know when you host people in your home um you kind of got to be a special person to be able to deal with that and to do that so my airbnb last month the host at one point asked me if i had any ghost stories from staying in an airbnb like if i had ever been in an Air- airbnb and felt the presence of ghosts because he was writing a book about it and i thought well, that's really interesting. I've never thought about ghosts before, really. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about ghosts, and is there a ghost in this Airbnb? And of course I'm thinking about his Airbnb, and I'm thinking, is that, are there ghosts here? Something that I need to know about? And then my current Airbnb host in Liverpool, there's a very nice kitchen with new appliances, and one of the house rules is that you cannot use the stove or the oven because he says that it smells up the house, and he didn't want the house full of various food odors, so (laughs) we could use the microwave, Um, but there really was no use of the kitchen. So, interesting, the fact that it was such a nice kitchen, brand new appliances, and that we really couldn't use them. But anyway, nice hosts, again, felt safe, felt comfortable, And here I am my last month in Liverpool, still working at the co-working space down by the docks. Going there every day and really loving that, getting a lot of work done. The temperatures continue to be relatively cool and nice. I'm really liking that. And really just enjoying dock life down by the docks every single day. Taking in the river and the boats and just really enjoying being down by the water. I am starting to feel a little bit less stable because I'm kind of winding things down. That's kind of the way that I'm feeling about it. I'm used to going into an Airbnb or going into a a city and staying for for three months. And I've been, and I had that when I was in Leeds. I was there March, April, May. But then I was in one Airbnb in June, I'm in another one here in July, and then I'm going to Manchester in August, so I'm still, I'm yet at another Airbnb. So it's more moving than I'm really used to. Even though I'm somewhere for a month, I still, that's still long enough to me to unpack and take everything out of my suitcase and just feel like I'm kind of settled. But three months is a good period of time one month is okay but it's there's just still a little bit of an unsettling feeling i do have a shorter bus ride into city center so that's helping things a little bit but otherwise i am just still in my routine i still go to the same gym same co-working space so i have the same basic timetable and schedule for my day which i like that routine Something that I did when I was down at my co-working space as I was, as, I, as I've mentioned, there's a lot of museums and things to see down there. So one day I walked over to the Tate Liverpool. So there are four different Tate museums. Two are in London, the Tate Britain and the Tate Modern. And then there's the Tate St. Ives and then the Tate Liverpool. I did a video on it. Go to my blog page, you can play the video. It was just um, a really nice way to spend a few hours. I love the exhibits and it was just simple to get around and I just love wandering around museums and taking in the, the art and it's just, it's very moving. I love it. I just, I love watching little videos that the artists make and just seeing things that just kind of stretch your mind a little bit. And of course, I took in before I left Liverpool, which is all about the Beatles. I mean, it's the Beatle vibe everywhere you go. And I just am totally absorbing that, taking that all in. You have to go to the Cavern Club. The Cavern Club is is the most famous rock and roll club in the world. The Beatles played there 292 times from 1961 to 1963, The Rolling Stones have played there, Queen, The Kinks, The Who. They have 24-hour live music. You can go there any day of the week, 24 hours, and you go in. you pay a small admission fee, and there's a couple of bars. The best thing is really all the pictures on the wall and all the nostalgia and seeing all the displays, and you can just really kind of relive that old rock and roll time. And... um, had a couple beers, listened to some music. Cavern Club, gotta go. Think about, they've changed the exterior and the facade, but the street's still the same. Think about who walked down that little side streets and the people who have walked into that building. Um, Yeah, gotta go to the Cavern Club. And because of the Beatles, there are definitely more tourists in Liverpool than there were in Leeds, to be expected. Fine with me. I just enjoyed the vibe, both from locals and tourists. It's all good, and it was just a good summertime month. July was awesome. Liverpool, their accent—they're—they're—they're they're, they're known as Scousers, and that's the the accent that they have as a Scouse accent, which can kind of be a little bit hard to understand at times. And I sometimes ask them to slow down a little bit, but that doesn't even help. I can't recreate a Scouse accent, but you can certainly find it online and you'll see what I meant. Every place that I've been, the accents are so, you know, in the U.S., accents are, are, are pretty much regional. Um, southern accent, Northeast, New York. It's a little bit more like New York in the sense that I know that every borough in New York has their own different accents. And people from New Jersey have a different accent than people from Queens. So it's it's very similar to that there's a different accent in Leeds than there was in Liverpool, and I know that, and I know that there will be in in Manchester as well. But I love, I love, I love, I love the accents. Still taking my weekly acting classes and just loving that every single week. I think I'm on Tuesday nights again, learning lines, learning about character development. Um, yeah, filming every single week. It's good, act for TV, great place to be for an actor. So I feel like my acting skills are really primed and, and ready to go, meeting more people. We had a summer social where I got to meet the, the owner of act for TV and some couple of casting people and a couple of agents were there and networking, networking, getting, getting, just getting in front of people, saying hello, this is who I am. And uh, that just made July really, really special. I took another day trip. I love the day trips, as you know. I went to a town called Chester. Chester is about 40 minutes away by train. It's a cathedral city, and it's probably known, well, one of the things it's known for is the, once again, the wall around the city, which you can get up on top and walk around. But it's also known for, they have a clock tower there clock tower is so pretty i have pictures and i think i did a video as well on my blog page you can go look at that but the clock tower is the second most photographed clock tower in the uk behind big ben so everyone has to have their picture taken in front of the clock tower at chester really really fun day there's a university there as well and um, you can just walk around the top of the walls have a nice cup of coffee, have a nice beer, have a little lunch, and then head back at the end of the day. Loved Chester. It was great. But the biggest thing that happened towards the end of July, I will have to say, is the bus strike. They, a lot of European countries, are kind of known for striking. (laughs) So and the people who live there are just, uh, they just know that strikes can occur, and strikes happen, and you got to just kind of adjust and learn to, to work around them. This bus strike really affected me, although there was a second bus line that I could take to go into the city, but it was the buses were, the schedule was kind of kind of limited. So whereas the other bus line that was on strike, I could get the bus every probably 10 minutes. Now I had to wait every 30 to 45 minutes, maybe once an hour to get the bus, but You know, you learn to roll with it. There's also a rail strike. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna get from, well, I was now starting to get concerned how I was gonna get to Manchester and it's just part of life there. And so I had to deal with the bus strike, but that's all right. Finally, at the end of July, I had to start thinking about the move to Manchester. I was very excited about it because I had met some friends that I knew were from Manchester. I had spent a couple days in Manchester when I was in Leeds because it's, again, all three of these cities are not very far from each other. Got my Airbnb all set to go in Manchester and it was just a little hour train ride. And then beyond that was my preparation for my trip back to the U.S., Well, that's it for now, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at bobtapper.com. Thanks for listening.